Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the 3 to Play podcast. This is a special episode. It is just me, your boy Kevin, and Kai here. Say something to the people, Kai. Hey, how you guys doing, DC fans? And we are doing a special episode on the DC fandom. As I'm not sure as many of you know, me and Kai are very big into DC fans. We love all things that are Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, especially in the Batman verse. For me, my favorite superhero of all time is Nightwing. Well, what about you, Kai? I'd say my favorite. Um, I would rather you go with um, Batman. Just, just Batman is the fucking coolest. Batman's the best. You can't, you can't go against him. Definitely. So when we first heard about this event, we were super excited when it came to the comics, the TV shows, and then the games. So we were really curious to see what DC was going to do with these reveals and how they were going to bring them out. And so I want to just talk about how they presented the show. A lot of it was a multi-man team of different announcers, translators from all around the globe having this big press conference inside this, in my opinion, very well done 3D area for this actual dome that represented the fan dome. They kind of set up like the Hall of Justice or like where the Justice League would actually sit like sit and work at, which was really cool to me. What did you think, guy? Um, I thought it was really cool. Like, um, it was a little bit corny at times, but um, definitely, um, at least they tried something different. And like, it was actually kind of kind of creative. I kind of felt like I was kind of like watching an E3 or something like that, the way they were presenting it. Yeah, I also kind of feel like. It, they hit, they kind of hit in certain areas and then they miss in certain aspects when it came to the green screen where certain people felt like they were really well done. Let's say for like the Brock in the rock in his Black Adam panel where I felt like his whole CG and setup was perfect. And then if you look at the first Wonder Woman panel, it was very messy and not everyone connection was very like is that well. A lot of people were blurry. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was kind of like a Zoom call, kind of what we used to record. <laughs> like, um, I, I don't know if like DC has the money to, you know, have a better setup, but um, well, you know, we're gonna. Um, I'm glad they gave us something though. Yeah, um, but for what it was worth, it was good. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like it was nothing really terrible with the projection. Like, for what they were trying to do with the limited resources they had, and due to a COVID world where they can't have everyone together, I feel like DC did a good job in setting the whole system up though. Yeah, if I had to give them like a rating just for like the presentation of it, eight and a half. Like they have a really cool concept going. Like even if the world gets back together, I don't see a reason for them to stop presenting things like this because it's less budget. You don't have to have a big audience. You know, you know, they rent out a big venue. Just do it in house, and it's more fun like this. I agree, and it felt like it felt like you were able to watch and be a part of it in the way they brought fans into it. It felt interesting, and I like the way they have it. They have done it overall. You know, in the grand scheme of things, like I kind of want more. Like, I kind of want them to do it next year as well. Maybe even Marvel to do something similar to this. Like, constantly trying to, like, make us involved in their DC universe, which I do, like, they do that with the app, but I want them to make it feel, like, more as in, hey, DC, we're all one big family. Come join us and listen and ha- listen to these talks and have a conversation with us so we can basically understand what's going on in their world and them show us these great announcements that we're all excited for. Yeah, like, I know. I know we had touched on this, I believe, earlier in another podcast. But if not, you know, me and Kevin enjoyed the Funimation um, Con, where which was all online. Otacon also did the Con online. I kind of feel like if DC were smart, they would just turn this, like Kevin said, into a yearly thing and expand on it to make it like a weekend of convention stuff for that for like a whole DC. So release exclusive prints of comic books, you know, special T-shirts and art. Like either make an actual convention or just kind of keep it, like an online thing like this for a whole weekend. I think DC could have something on here like that. Yeah, and I actually really enjoyed the stuff that they brought out for like the, they had a um, all black characters doing kneeling and having the fists up. I thought that was really cool. They had special fan dome t-shirts for all like the main Justice League characters. 
they had a lot of interesting stuff and like even like the small side panels where they had like Jim Lee talk to aspiring artists and critique their work and show them how they can improve on was really cool like they did a lot of cool stuff for the community and helping them and try to like hey we want you to be a part of this as much as you can be you, do, you know what I mean especially like um reaching out like they were showing so many cosplayers and different um artists work like a lot of fan art and a lot of you know different people were just being represented and just showing off like um I can't remember her name right now, but I went and followed that beautiful Wonder Woman cosplay that they showed off during the Wonder Woman panel of the Black Woman. She looked incredible, and you know, when I checked her Twitter, it was only like 156 followers. So it's really cool to get seen like that on a national, I mean, on a you know nationwide broadcast. So even if it's online, like that's promoting something really like that promotion is really big for a small creator like that. So I just want to shout out to DC for that, and also like the panels themselves were very diverse, having like not just too many whites nothing that's wrong with that but like having a lot like having like blurred and bougie there for like you know, the all black girl dc talk like it was sober like even though i'm not a black woman i enjoyed listening to that podcast because you don't really see stuff like that and you don't really see black women talking about comics at least like you know not in a big public space like that so thank you for you know showing me those women as well yeah thank you for like allowing them to have a space where they can be able to talk and give these opinions that a lot of people would ignore or pass by in on the regular life you, you get what i mean yeah definitely all right so let's get down to the actual news so the main thing we want to just go over is recapping all the major events whether it was movie trailers game trailers and everything else in between so let's start off with wonder woman so they released a second trailer for wonder woman 1984 and Kristen Wiig is now going to be playing Cheetah. That's going to be the main antagonist of that movie. How did you feel about that guy? I think Cheetah's a great Wonder Woman villain. She's honestly like one of my favorites to see. I wasn't necessarily sold on her design though. Um, it looked okay, not necessarily like my favorite. I kind of um, feel like they could have just made, I don't know, it just looks kind of like weird, like off-putting. I, I can't really describe it, honestly, but I thought Wonder Woman looked badass throughout the trailer, and um, Wonder Woman's new armor set was the show off. looked insane, like the whole Golden Wings and stuff like that. I'm very excited for this movie. I love the first Wonder Woman, and been waiting for this for a couple of years now, so I, I can't wait for the sequel. I agree with you. I, I also, I get what you mean by, like, the way they set her design up, especially is when she's not in her animal form, does not look as threatening to me where I feel like a supervillain should. Yeah, you know it, I mean? it, it, she kind of looks like one of the cats from Cats. The, the yeah. movie. Oh, the shit. Anime, she does look like a cat from Cats. But like, <laughs> it's like how do you set up a, a animal takeover for a person without with, with CGI without making it look a little weird? You know what I mean? No, I, I understand. It's just, for me, <laughs> it looks a little strange. Yeah, but what one thing I do like about Wonder Woman, I like the fact that it's set in a, it was not current day, but a more modern setting, so we can see her fight crime and things that we couldn't do in the first movie because it was set during the war. So I'm really excited with that. I think that was really, and that's going to be fun. And I also want to see Diana just kind of adjusting and understanding the real world, like the modern world, and her getting used to that. Yeah, the first movie being like, what, the 1940s? It was, it's kind of cool that like now she's probably lived in America for a while, like 40 years. She's kind of grown with the times. I kind of want to see how like, you know, her in, in 80s society is going to look like. Whether she's going to indulge in like, the crazy coca sex parties or she's just going to be a, oh no, I would never have a person. Like it's definitely interesting. And I like how they keep changing up the timelines. Like I would hate if this Wonder Woman movie was set in, you know, 2020 because it was just going to be kind of like, eh, this is okay. But I like how they're taking a chance of it's always a prequel when you're telling a story with her. 
So it, it's very interesting. Yeah, I like. Hopefully, they will bring her up to a point where she meets modern day, like in the world with Batman, Superman, and all of them like, living there. But I like how they're setting it up, especially when they had it in the first Justice League, where Bruce gets on her for not doing anything for all those years. You get what I mean? You get me? Yeah, I wonder if they, like there's a good explanation for that though. I'm like, hopefully, maybe by the end of this movie or like if there's a third one, they can explain why she took a you know hiatus until you know time for Justice League. Yeah. But overall, I'm really excited for the trailer. It's now coming out October 2nd this year. So I'm super excited for it. Now, my question is, is it going to be on HBO Max or is it going to be like limited theater run somehow because of COVID? Hopefully they just put it on HBO Max because, you know, as HBO Max, you know, user, I will be there to watch that day one. <laughs> yeah, because that's actually a good point because a lot some companies are releasing their movies where you can pay, I think, 20 bucks or 30 bucks to watch it at home or and they may release it on HBO Max, in my opinion, which would be a smarter idea. And because a lot of people may not want to spend 20 bucks to watch your movie at home. Yeah, I, I know I wouldn't, but I would probably do it just to support. But then again, they don't really need my support for DC. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people would want to be in theater and watching these movies with the popcorn soda and the whole get the whole experience out of it, as opposed to just paying 20 bucks and sitting in your home during quarantine, which you've already been doing. Yeah, at least like if it's on HBO Max, it's, it's totally worth it because you know you don't have to pay for anything extra. You can just kind of if you have the app, just turn it on or pay like what the twelve dollars for the app. So I'll be willing to see. I, I just want to see how this is gonna work out. No, I agree with you. All right, so well the next thing that was announced was Batman Gotham Knights. It announced this is the game by WB Montreal, the ones who did Batman Arkham Origins. This is their sequel to it. It is set in an alternate universe from Arkham, the Arkham series, which is the acclaimed one from Rocksteady. It is now in a game where Batman Bruce Wayne is dead, and he set off this new operation and set off a message to Nightwing, Batgirl, Red Hood, and Robin, saying, I am dead. I need you guys to protect the city. And the game is now going to be a two-player, or an optional two-player co-op playing as the four protagonists in a open world RPG Gotham. What are your thoughts, Scott? Um, for one, the gameplay looked awesome. Um, it looked like it looks like it's gonna be like a looter shooter style well, a looter style game, kinda like in the vein of like Borderlands Destiny. Which I'm not too crazy about because like my only fear is that like if there's like a grind to certain aspects of making character better. Cause like I wouldn't want to say like I can't do stealth kills because I'm level four. With Kevin King because he was like level 12. Hopefully it's not like that. But I thought visually it looked kind of behind. Like it didn't really look like it's next gen to me because it's coming out, um, what, 2021, right? Yes, next year. But we thinking that it's going to be, um, I'm assuming it's current gen. I hope so. Because like it didn't really look that great. But like, if you look at like how later on we want to talk about it, about how Suicide Squad announced it, they specifically said next gen. This one didn't say anything, so I'm assuming it's probably going to go both on PS4 and PS5. Because, like, um, there's a lot going on on the screen, but, like, necessarily didn't look like that improved. But I'm willing to give it a bit of a doubt, but they can still clean it up by next year. Um, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with this game, because I love the idea of two-player co-op. So, hey, more games are coming, bringing that back, and I'm very excited about that. I personally am extremely excited for this. One thing that I've been begging for in the Arkham games is co-op. Especially how Arkham Knight teased us with having both 
Batman and Nightwing or Batman and Robin play able to fight together, being able to chain off combos and team moves together on enemies. This is something that I feel like the Arkham series was always lacking. And I'm really excited to get my hands on something like this where I can play Robin or I can play Red Hood and have them team up together, hearing their dialogue, which I think is going to be my favorite part of there, like having the two characters interact and talk to each other about these missions going on. And then I agree with you in the whole case of that I'm a little worried that it's a looter shooter because it's set in those things where like, I just don't want it to where I'm level 20, you didn't play for a month and you're level 10 and you're getting one-shotted by Bane goons. You get what I mean? Yeah, that, that would be terrible. So, but overall, I'm really happy with this. I'm really happy about the cast, especially. Like I said earlier, Nightwing's my favorite superhero, so finally getting to play him fully in the Arkham game, in the Arkham-style game, is what to make me extremely happy. My I used to play Justice Challenges over and over in Arkham Knight in Arkham City, just because I wanted to play him. And now I finally get to play him in an open world, traveling around by myself. That sounds amazing. How do yeah. you feel? I'm sorry. No good. How do you feel like, what do you think of this game going to be going on for, like, for years? Do you see it as a live service? Because a lot of people were worried about that or questioning that. Could you see them adding other characters down the line? Um, I would like to see someone like Batwing come into a game. I know this would probably be a good time to introduce him to you know new fans because... He was introduced tonight. I want to believe Battle for the Cow, at least at some point, or like one variation of that storyline. So I would like to see someone like Rick Batwing get in. Obviously, Bruce Wayne, you can throw him in somehow through DLC, through like, then just use him as a playable character. But like, um, I wouldn't want this game to be like live service, personally, because I don't feel like this is a game, unless they like add, you know, big story bits to it every, like, you know, couple months, like expansion packs. I don't know what else you could really do with this style of game. So I could see I'm the, interested to see how it works. Adding expansions to the game where, like, so we're going to touch on in a second how the main protagonist of this game is the Court of Owls. The second maybe could be, let's say, Lex Luthor, or or no, it's not a Batman villain, but off the top of my head, or Ra's al Ghul. And then you have a whole new area to access or new enemies to access. Or if you have to, if you have, you can play by your builds, you can max out your Robin, and then you can max out, let's say, they add Huntress to the game. And now she's a new person that you can start from the beginning, has her own dialogues, her own story, and then you can p- complete her story as well. I would like to see that definitely, because like, um, there's just so much you can do with it. But I don't know if they want to see it out of the Bat family, though, Kev. Well, anyone in the main Batman mythos I can see as a main character, like between them or let's say like Azrael, or you get what I mean, like characters in that world. Like I said, I'm I'm, asking I'm, for like, the character I can see would be Batwing. I don't know why anyone else could even pop up. Why not someone like Cassandra Kane or a character like that? Oh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, outside of the Bat family, yeah, but like, I feel like Huntress, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think, well, she's in the Batman mythos, so I totally see her as an option as well, especially she had a whole run working with Nightwing for a while in the comics. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I just think like the Bat family or someone with Bat in the name or like, you know, direct relationship to Bruce. But also, one thing I forgot to add on customization. I hope this has a lot of good customization because. I kind of am torn where, like, I want just either, like, tran- like, just skins, or do I want bits and pieces that you can change and also transmog? Like, what, what would you think would work better for this game? It looks like you might get transmog, like, or, like, you can get items for certain characters. So, like, maybe you can get a different mask for Nightwing or different shoulder pads for Red Hood or different masks for Red Hood. 
That's what I see. And like, though they're leveled up, but I'm assuming that you're going to be able to basically transform your armor to no matter what you want to the appearance that you like. I definitely see that because in the trailer, they showed regular Robin in his regular outfit. But during the gameplay reveal, he was in the red Robin attire. Hmm. I, I was going to say, I don't oh know. I hope it's just skins, though, personally, because the way Injustice did it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth because I don't want to have like up to like a two percent chance to drop like the mask I want for Nightwing or something like that. Or like if I really want Mud Nightwing, I can't get Mud Nightwing because like there's only a twenty percent chance of another replay this one mission over and over. Like that does not sound fun to me. Yeah, but that's how they keep me playing over and over again. Yeah, but eh, I don't want that from a Batman style game. No, I understand. But let's go on to the next part of it, which is the big reveal that the main antagonist of the game is the Court of Owls. I think that's going to be awesome, especially because they're going to be tying into the way the characters are. I was a big fan of Nightwing's story during the Court of Owls, how he was supposed to be one of the members of Talon, but he was replaced at the last minute without people realizing it. I think that might be a really cool thing they can touch on in there. I think that our story, mainly because no one has ever done it in a game yet, it's so interesting. The Court of Owls is such a cool dynamic group of like old money for Gotham and how they're trying to keep their relevance and keep their power. I just think that's something that they can do something really cool with. I think um, we it's gonna be definitely something to watch for watch out for. Cause like there's a lot that you really can do with this type of with the series. And I'm very interested in what the future is gonna show. Cause like we really didn't get to see much of that trailer, but I don't know. I, I'm hoping we get to see more, like maybe by like next June so i see this game as something in the summer so i think we're going to get some more and more reveals by winter and spring and i definitely can see it as something like june or july personally yeah I, I could i could totally see that something to hold us over until the until we get more information on the next bat most suicide squad game that's coming out soon yeah might as well jump into that one though yep speaking of suicide squad so let's talk about how they've revealed more for the new upcoming movie which is essentially kind of a full reboot of the series so james gunn who did the guardians of the galaxy for marvel he is now a head director of this movie and they just did a full cast reveal so let me go down the list idris elba will be playing bloodsport margot robbie will be reprising her role as harley quinn john cena will be peacemaker Viola davis will be reprising amanda waller Jai Courtney will be Captain Boomerang. Again. Joel Kinnaman will also be Rick Flag again. David Dasmashane, if I'm sorry if I'm horribly butchering his name, will be Polka Dot Man. Daniela Melikor will be Rat Catcher number two. Steve Eggie will be King Shark. Sean Gunn will be Weasel. Flula Borg will be Javelin. Nathan Fillion will be TDK. Peter Capaldi will be The Thinker. Pete Davidson will be Blackguard. Ellis Braga will be Soul Soria. Michael Rooker will be Savant. Mei Ling will be Mongol. Storm Reed will be Tyla, which is Bloodsport's daughter. Jennifer Holland will be Amelia Harcourt. And Juan Diego Boto will be Luna. So how do you feel about this cast? This seems like a lot of people to me, Kai. I'm thinking a lot of them are going to die very early on. Yeah, um, I'm going to go on my ledge here. I really enjoyed Suicide Squad 1. I don't care what anyone says. I thought Jerry Little acted as a great Joker. I thought it was going to be a refreshing take on a character that we've seen same time a thousand times over. I'm happy that we got Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. 
and it was really good. But I felt like there was a lot more to that Joker that we're never gonna get to see because people saw, oh no, he's Joker and he's getting tattoos. He looks different. Like the whole theories of how Joker was gonna be was actually a Robin and everything like that were so interesting and that we'll never get that done through is kind of sad even though Harley Quinn's and Birds of Prey was a direct sequel to Suicide Squad and now this one is a reboot but still has the same faces but um back from my rant <laughs> I'm very I'm really interested in this lineup I hope um they keep like a, some sort of core group at the end of this movie like at least four or five I know for a fact like I think Bloodsport might stay him Harley I think like, those are the main two that are probably gonna live I would and, oh Captain Boomerang as well but I sincerely doubt that someone like John Cena is coming back for a second movie, though. But I'd be really interested to see this. I'm, I'm really interested in this movie. I like the Suicide Squad comics. Yeah, so I also agree. I don't think the the Suicide Squad first movie was that terrible. I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed the Assault on Arkham movie that they did in the animated version. I do think a lot of these characters are going to die or they're going to split these groups up into groups. Like, they'll be Harley Quinn will be leading one group and maybe Bloodsport will be with another group. Because this is a lot of people. I think some of these people were going to be kind of like Slipknot in the first movie, there for one scene and then dies immediately, just like some kind of a comedy relief. That was hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think especially here, it's like, I know King Shark is, in my opinion, is going to be a major player. I'm not sure someone like Pete Davidson is going to be much in this movie, but depending on how comedic it is, he might be great in there. You know what I mean? Michael Rooker, I'm not sure how how, how big of a role he's going to be. But it seems like James Gunn likes him because he had him in Guardians as well. So I'm hoping he keeps him as uh, the main character because he's hilarious in there. Also, John Cena, because I'm a big wrestling fan, I would like just to see John Cena in this series more often because I feel like he might be hilarious trying to be a regular character. Yeah, I, I would love to see Big Master John in something like this full time, personally, but I just don't see it coming. How do you feel about like the little teaser of the character designs and like, where do, how do you think this movie will do? Personally, I love every character design I saw. Like, um, like I know people were like, oh, Taskmaster, John Cena's character, looks like a um, stupid fake Captain America. Like, and that's the point. <laughs> it's supposed to be a D-list hero. Like, I think people kind of got confused in the marketing of this, um, of this, because they think like, what's if all these big names not playing like real big characters? And the whole point of Suicide Squad is, is like D-list heroes that are trying to like, you know, just work off their crime sentence. I think this movie has potential. I'm going to go into this with, you know, no bias towards it, and I'm I'm just ready for, to see it happen. Like I, I'm I'm ready for it. I agree with you. Overall, I'm I'm having a lot of high hopes. I'm really kind of interested that Will Smith walked away from Deadshot, but hey, I feel like he kind of missed out on this. Was kinda... that confirmed though? I'm sorry. Is that confirmed? Well, he's not in the movie. Well, that's true. Maybe they just didn't approach him again. Or maybe kinda. he turned it down. Or maybe he was an entanglement. Yeah, maybe another entanglement. All right, so the next major news was Milestone Comics is officially announced as being revived, along with the Static Shock movie and comic announced for the next year. What do you think about that, Kai? If y'all don't know Static Shock, y'all wasn't with me watching Saturday morning cartoons on Kids WB. Static Shock was one of my favorite shows growing up, and it was really cool to see Static Shock getting revived in Young Justice. So for those who don't know, spoiler alert for a cartoon that got taken off the air, um, Static Shock makes his appearance on, I think, season two, season three. So, like, he becomes, like, not a predominant character, but, like, more than just a background. Like, he's there helping them out throughout the time. He's part of the Justice League. He's older, and, you know, at, I was kind of hoping they would do something with that character again. I was hoping he would just join the Justice League, but, hey, I'm fine with that. But if they're going to bring him back for a whole new role, I'm very excited for that. 
I saw Giant Boyega kind of saying like it shouldn't be him; it should be someone younger, but someone asked him to do it. Um, I'm down for anyone to be um, uh, static shot. Personally, um, I would like Jaden Smith, but it should be a dark-skinned black boy. But hey, <laughs> no, I get you, and I'm also really excited for it. Like, Static Shock is one of my opinion the most quintessential superheroes that I feel like I related to growing up, and I just love the fact that he was a regular teenager who was un- in this world trying to battle things like racism and prejudice, and still being a regular teen trying to understand what it means to be a hero. I'm really excited and enjoyed how they handled this character. And I just wish that I'm really hoping that they do him justice and they like they bring him back. And they tried to do it with the new 52 for a little bit. And he had a small kind of, I think it was a tall issue run that didn't really last that long. But I'm really hoping that they can keep him and using him well. Like, I really just wish that they can give him some justice and let him be a prominent role. Like, give him the live action show maybe soon. Maybe give him, put him more in like the cartoons. like. Justice, I'm sorry, like the Young Justice series some more. Like, keep making him a major character because I think they have a Miles Morales level character with him that a lot of young African American teens can relate to. It's like, especially because like the original cartoon touched on racism and stuff like that so deeply, and they did it so well. You like you said it perfectly. He could be a new another Miles Morales, and like I would love, even though like you might not agree with this. If they were to do like a live TV show and do it through like the TV universe, having him be friends of Cyborg and Doom Patrol or Cyborg in the movies would be really kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. Like you could set it in a, if you do a live action of it, do it right. Cyborg could be one of his friends from the neighborhood that like you know, and he was like a you know, either like a cousin or like a, something. But you could make them interact and have a crossover, which would be kind of cool. Like a fight between those two would be kind of interesting or something like that. Yeah, they would make it's a, a fun dynamic as characters. Especially because, like, you know, Doom Patrol's already so lighthearted, so you could let Cyborg, you know, be a little goofier and funnier than that because he's with someone his age. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, there's a lot that they, they can do with that. I agree. All right, also, also in that, in that panel was the reveal that Milestone Comics was being brought back. And if you don't really know, Milestone Comics was actually very big for African-American characters. So characters like Static Shock, characters like Icon or Hardware or Blood Syndicate came from this group. And I'm actually really happy to see them being brought back. They're also going to be rebringing their digital scans onto, onto online for the first time ever. So I'm super excited. I want to read some of these characters. And also, like I said prior, I want to see these characters kind of used. Maybe instead of using all Batman characters for Injustice, maybe put characters like Icon in there. That would be interesting. Some of that we don't really get to see it often. Yeah, definitely. Um, I never really knew about the sports this comic game on this comic group until I got older. But I would really enjoy for them someone just to come back, or if they were to just like, you know. Um, just make them more predominant and put them like on the DC app and start pushing these characters, it will be a nice, interesting change. Because everyone says, stop making characters black and introduce black characters. We have a whole abundance that DC could probably use and help prop up now. So, like, you can actually make black superheroes that people be into. So, I would totally be down for that. Mm-hmm. And we see characters like Constantine finally getting his due. So, maybe we can put characters like these guys in here and maybe just start putting them in prominent roles as well. I just want to see more diversity because I feel like we kind of get the same characters over and over again in DC media. Like that's not comics. So I'd like to see more diversity in their selection. Maybe take a little bit of a risk. Like you, like you might get something in this when you start investing in characters that are not always used. Definitely. You got to change it up a little bit. Mar- look at look what Marvel did. Yeah, they, they took a risk on, um, on that, um, what's it called? 
a Spider-Verse movie because no one, I don't think anyone really cared about Miles until that movie besides like the hardcore followers. So it introduced a whole new world to him and everyone fell in love with this character. So I feel like you could totally do that with a bunch of others. And the market is there for it. We just got to, you know, reach out for it. Exactly. So hopefully they start like taking these risks and trying to going out on the limb and messing around with some characters that we don't get to normally get. I'm really excited for this. I love Static Shot, so I'm super happy that he's coming back. All right, so the next thing on the talk about was the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut, the Snyder Cut, the Snyder Cut. The long-awaited fixing of the Justice League that's supposed to kind of change and restore the faith that all the DC, DC fans had when the movie was coming out. If you didn't know, Zack Snyder had to step away from the original movie and it was recut and redone in a way that we got and that a lot of people were not happy with. When comparing it to the Avengers, a lot of people were very quick to dismiss it and call it bad and horrible. And they stumbled, in my opinion. As much as I, I personally thought the movie was just okay, I feel like DC can't be just okay if you're trying to compete with a with a monster that Marvel truly is now. So the Snyder Cut is now going to be split into four parts, but it's also going to be set also as a four-hour movie if you're interested in watching it. But a four-part movie series, and it's going to have characters like Darcy will finally be in it. What would you think from that guy? I'm always down for it personally. I think it'd be very interesting. Um, I it's just that the Snyder Cut people like. Did you see Jack Snyder's tweets about it um, to that one guy that was bashing the film, being so dark and gritty? Yeah, he was already arguing it. Yeah, so like, I wonder if it's actually gonna be good, or, or we've been hyping this movie up for years for nothing, because um, it's gonna be—it's not your typical uh, Justice League story. It's dark and gritty and edgy. Like, I don't like the way he phrased it was like kind of like kind of like eh, kind of corny. But I have high hopes. I think this movie should have been made. Like, once I saw Black Suit Superman, spoiler alert, that's all I need to see. So I'm down for it. I, I really want to see this film because the original Justice League was just beyond forgettable, man. I'm just very excited, especially due to the fact that characters like Steppenwolf just didn't, like, this was not a threat to me. Yes, he was a cool big baddie for the movie, but he felt like he was a warm-up. And you were waiting for someone like Darkseid to come out, but he never did. And it felt like we got the the henchmen, but we didn't get the real deal. And they can per- they can set it up like Darkseid is a real major threat. I'm excited for it. No, also, don't forget Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor in that film. Just truly boring and did nothing. Are you talking about Batman v Superman? I thought he was in um, Justice League 2. I might be horribly mistaken. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Well, I was bringing up the fact how, like, how just Steppenwolf just, yes, they tried to make him a major villain, but I just felt like I just didn't like the way they had it set up. I just feel like he was always just like the, well, we're still waiting for the bigger bad. And we just didn't get that with that movie. Yeah, I hope we. I hope they, this time around on the second version of this film, it's just gonna be fire. Like I, I, I I'm just. I just need to see it, man. I have faith, especially because we've been waiting so long that it was even a joke in the Harley Quinn show. Like, it's been waiting that long for it. Oh shit! Right, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, which is hilarious to me. So, I'm just. Ho- I'm happy that we're getting this. Here's hoping it lives up to everything we've been dreaming for. And if not, just let it be better than the original Justice League. I'm sure it will be that. That won't be that hard to beat. Yeah. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is Black Adam. The movie officially officially confirmed coming soon is going to be involving The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be playing Black Adam, the character that fans have been begging 
and I've never seen fans beg for someone to play a character as much as they've done for Black Adam. For the- yeah, I was just gonna say, I feel like this is the only fan casting I've ever seen actually come true. It sounds like maybe Ron Perlman is Cable, but that's it. <laughs> we like it's. I've never seen this ground stuff because I remember back in like 2013, 2014, I was seeing fan made edits of The Rock as Black Adam. Yeah. So I'm really excited about this. The trailer, well, the, I'm sorry, the teaser that he showed off showed off a lot of Kondok and the fact that he's going to be facing the Justice Society of America. The character they showed off was Hawkman, Doctor Fate, Cyclone, and Am Smasher. I thought the teaser was really done, well done. I probably the they that had the most production value out of almost all the trailers that weren't like that were shown off, and they put a lot of effort to make this a big deal. So here's hoping this movie is really good. I'm excited to see Doctor Fate. Out of everybody in that people he's going to be facing, Doctor Fate is such an interesting character. So here's hoping that they he's a, he has a major role and maybe he starts tying in the Shazam still in the movie and they ever have him one. Because I want this to see well, and I want to see Shazam and Black Adam face off in a movie. Yeah, definitely. I I, I really think this is gonna be good. I still haven't done the service of watching Shazam though, which I need to get on. But I really enjoyed Black Adam storylines and then Justice games, and that's as far as my knowledge of him really goes. But I like the character design. He, his whole idea is interesting. The whole the Egyptian, you know, style of um, theme with him is still really cool. So I'm down for this. I think the Rock's gonna kill us all. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Dwayne. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very excited for this. So we didn't get much with this movie, but I'm happy that it's coming out. I'm happy that it is coming out 2021. I just think that here's hoping it comes, it comes out well. I just want DC to do this right because, hey, The Rock is the highest paid actor in the world and he clearly puts butts in seats. So I just want them to keep pushing DC in the in the right direction and the way they're doing it seems well. Yeah, I got faith. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next game that was released was the second game, sorry, that they also showed off was Rocksteady Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. This is going to be a next-gen of the four-player co-op game coming to next-gen consoles in 2022. What did you think about it, Kai? Because I was completely impressed. Um, I'm gonna, you know, sour on this a little bit only because there wasn't much to really show as a CG trailer. I loved everyone's designs though, personally. Um, I thought, you know, having Kara Strong as Harley Quinn is great. Samoa Joe from WWE and NXT and TNA fame is going to be King Shark, which is going to be great because Joe has like one of the best voices in the world, and I genuinely could not even tell that was him. Although I'm going to be disappointed that it's not King Shark from Harley Quinn. Because Ron Funches really killed that world, man. That was genuinely hilarious. I think he's my favorite character in this show, but I'm excited for what this game is going to be. It's going to be like where Gotham Knights in the first day of DC Dandem was a little bit disappointing for us. This is going to be the game me, Kevin, Brent, and one of our friends joins in that will join with us to be playing. So, like, I feel like four-player, jump in and out anytime you want. This is going to be so much fun. This will probably be a game that like will make us want to play the game three or four times. And it's also set in the Arkhamverse, so I wonder, you know, how Harley Quinn got over Joker's death and all, but you know, hey, I'm really interested. Yeah, so it is set in the Arkhamverse, which I forgot to admit to you, but I'm extremely excited for this. I think that the Suicide Squad, like, well, first of all, the Suicide Squad concept, fighting six Superman, Wonder Woman, and who even knows, like, he may be like Martian Manhunter or Red Tornado to fight. I just think this concept of them being controlled by Brainiac was really, really interesting. I'm not sure how Rocksteady's gonna do this, but Rocksteady's track record is so good with these characters and these games. 
that I have so much faith in them. I'm not worried that they're going to do bad or I'm not worried that it's not going to come out well, the gameplay is going to be stiff. These guys know how to make a game. And I wonder how, if maybe one of fight through like waves of enemies to get to, let's say like, maybe I can see it as like, a, there's four stages of the game and then a boss fight. Like you either fight through certain areas, the man, like the mindless drones, the brainiac, and then try to weaken Superman lower and lower and lower till you get to the final boss fight with them. Because I feel like this fight should be very quick if Superman's a man. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. But um, I think what they'll do is just kind of like, um, you're, I think once you will turn like Batman down, it'll be teaming up with him or um, trying to figure out how to save everyone in the Justice League. That's the way I kind of see it. But defending if Batman's really round because defending of Arkham um, Knight was kind of iffy. Yeah, that's also very interesting because we don't know if he'll he'll be used. But also, I was thinking because this is again, this is another game that I think will be a live service that they'll probably support for a year or two. I'm curious to see if what characters will be added. Like, I hope in something like Enchantress because she was in the first Suicide Squad movie, or maybe characters that are in the Arkhamverse could join. Like, as in, like, the Arkham Knight Red Hood, or maybe someone like Azriel can join because they were major characters there. They may not be Suicide Squad members, but since they're set in the Arkhamverse, they could be playable. I could totally see Red Hood being a Suicide Squad member eventually at one point, or, like, one storyline. Like, because, you know... He's a killer, <laughs> so I, f- I could totally see him just be, you know, being shorthorned in somehow. But um, I would love to see other characters join in on this roster. Mainly, I like Katana from the movies and the comics and from the um, animated films. I feel like she's a super dope character, and I feel like you could probably just, if they don't do like full character swaps, you could just reskin Harley on top of her, making her like a premiere skin, like in Justice. So I feel like there's a lot you could do with these type of things, and be really interested to see how they end because. I want it. I want more characters, but even if it's like non-voice lines, just more playstyles would be definitely fun. And, that's and once again, the customization. Like, I feel like this game is like it's going to be set for you to play multiple different characters, and like and we're kind of repeating some of these missions over and over again. But the fun is that there's so many different ways you can approach these games because all these characters have different playstyles. Like I assume that Harley's going to be an action, like a brawler character. King Shark is going to be a tank. Deadshot's going to be FPS style from what I was reading people were saying. So I'm, I'm interested. Comparing it to the way the Avengers... I know it's hard to compare a CG trailer to actually playing the beta and looking at it. But the graphics are so well done. The tone of the game feels so good. Even the colors where I felt like the Avengers game is very muted and gray and kind of just stiff. This is vibrant, bright. You're in Metropolis. There's big colors everywhere. That's what to me is going to be more important. They're trying to, they're pulling away from the very darks that the Arkham series had and kind of stepping in a whole different direction where they can kind of show off their graphic power because these games are gorgeous. Yeah, definitely. Like, just the character model, like, that shot looks so fucking cool in this game, man. And I can't wait to fly around and zoom on the jetpack throughout Metropolis. And oh, that's the major thing. It's not set in Gotham. That's what I'm really interested about because mm. if it was set in Gotham again, I would have been very disappointed because, like, how more else can you expand upon the city? But hey, now that we're in Metropolis, I'm ready to see what they do. It's bright and sunny, like Kevin was saying. I hope they, they really go crazy with this game. Like, I really can't wait to see it. And I hope they take us to more than just Metropolis. I want to see Gotham. I want to see Demascara. I want to see like Bloodhaven. Like, I want to see Bloodhaven. Take us all around the world. I want to show us the Middle East and the Rage of Ghoul. Maybe take us to a Lazarus pit and maybe have Harley accidentally blow it up or take a bath in it. Oh, also, I would love to see, like, if there's, like, a challenge pack where 
you could face something like Bizarro or like Bizarro Superman and things like that. Like, so just like imagine like a, the Superman boss fight, but like remix or something like that. That would be like, like there's a lot that you could probably do with this game. So I'd be very interesting to see how they do it. Mm, and again, like the one company that I truly feel that, that can handle this well and do it well is Rocksteady. So I'm really excited for it. 2022 can't come fast enough. But I'm, I'm not that ready to buy a next-gen console, so I might stay with Arkham Knight and Gotham Knights if it comes to current-gen right now. Yeah, I'm ready with you. <laughs> like, I, I'm ready for PS5, but at the same time, do I want to spend PS5 money? Exactly. <laughs> but, hey, depending on how this looks up when it comes out, um, it might be have me running to go buy a PS5 quick. All right, so the second-to-last thing I want to talk about that was revealed during the panel for the series Titans they revealed that they're going to be adding the real two new characters and one character is going to be changed. So they're going to be adding Batgirl and Scarecrow to the show. And Robin will now ended up becoming Red Hood. How do you feel about that? Do you think you would ever give Titan the chance? So for context, I have finished the first season. I'm halfway through the second season again. And Kai has not watched a single episode of Titans. I watched the first episode. I just didn't I'm like sorry. it. <laughs> I thought it was kind of edgy and boring. But um, I will defend the show to the end because it deserves the right to exist and deserves to take chances. It just might not be for me. Like, I might suffer through a season just that... I might just get the first season like you were telling me to do beforehand and just start watching it. But I don't know, man. I don't think anything they can do for the show will gauge my interest. I think Titans is so underrated. Like, it got a lot of the bad rap from the F Batman line. And a lot of people were upset that Starfire was played by a black woman. I think Titans is good. I think, yes, they lack certain things in certain aspects of the show, but the writing and the character development, I think is really great. I really love, like, one of my things that I always go home on is the, the dynamic between Jason and Dick, where, and especially in the first season when they argue about being Robin or how Dick has to let go of his past and learn to trust people again. I think they do such a good job with that, but I saw a lot of people complaining and I kind of had to agree. I kind of want them maybe to stop investing on so many different characters and try to strengthen the people that you currently have. Like Beast Boy has only turned into a tiger this entire series. And it's very saddening because especially how Doom Patrol had these crazy fantastical monsters that they fight or characters like in that type of show or then Harley Quinn has all this crazy bright animals and tags and visuals. Where how come Titans doesn't get that when Titans is essentially the flagship series of the DC app right now? I think maybe investing in characters like that. I want to see him turn into an elephant. I want to see him turn into a woolly mammoth, a T-Rex. But I kind of want them to put more faith in characters like that. And maybe I want them to work on Raven to help develop her even more as a better character. I think overall it's good, but I want I just Titans still has not become the series that I I'm loving yet. I think they're still working on it, but I'm re- I really want Titans to be the way we kind of envisioned it when it first came out. They're getting to it slowly, but it's a it's a marathon, not a not a race. It seems like with this company. Yeah, definitely. It, it depends. It might be a slow burn to a great story. I just you know hope that you tell me. <laughs> well, again, I'm halfway through season two, and I'm enjoying this Deathstroke storyline. I really am. And again, with the whole Jason dealing with his um, trauma after what happened in his fight. And I'm just really enjoying the storyline with Rose and Deathstroke. And they've done a really good job on displaying how badass and tough Deathstroke is. I will commend them for that. 
So I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Here's hoping that the series just gets getting better and better. And now the last but not certainly least, we want to talk about the Batman, Robert Pattinson. They've dropped the first teaser trailer for this series. And it looks like the Riddler is going to be the main antagonist in it. We're getting a very dark, a very brutal Batman. I wonder how many years he's going to be in this. It kind of maybe seemed like he might be only a few years into him being Batman, which is why he's so brutal. If you watch the trailer, he beats a goon for an uncomfortably long time. Yeah. To the point where everyone is just staring. All the other villains are... I'm sorry. Hey, Google, stop. And like I was saying, that he beats this guy for an uncomfortable amount of time. All the villains stop and are just looking at him like, what is he doing? I kind of like that. We're getting a dark and edgy Batman this time. So here's like, I'm very excited for this. What did you think of? I thought it looked awesome. For everyone that was shitting on Robert Pattinson because of Twilight and how, oh, the glory vampire is going to be Batman. It's been like, what, 10 years since that movie? Let that hurt go. I'm very excited for this. Um... I like how he has the little dark face paint on his face, how um, when he has Bruce Wayne, he doesn't have the hair slicked back yet. Like, it looks like he's definitely year one, year two, and he's just kind of getting together how to really be Batman in the right way. So I think given the right time, if they do this the right, this could be probably one of the better Batman films. And also, I feel like this Batman is perfect for Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, because it kind of seems like he's like the young Batman, the young Bruce Wayne he met at the game. I feel like it could be in that same timeline, but I think those these two are gonna be just cool standalone films. But just if a what if, if I could just fan cast that, oh, that would be so perfect. Like he's the guy that haunted him as a child or something like that. But I think Robert Pattinson is gonna knock out this role. And this is what I think that we're finally getting that we haven't gotten in such a long time: a actually dark and brooding Batman. And it looks like we're also going to see a lot of his detective skills, where I feel like in a lot of the movies, especially the Nolan movies, he was just kind of just beating people up and now talk. It seems like he's going to be doing detective work because of the Riddler and having him try to solve these puzzles and challenges to get to him. Yeah, I think this, I think this is going to be definitely a good movie. I, I just need to, I just need people to just give it a chance and go into it with an open mind. That's all I ask for. But the way they started it up, it's definitely going to be something too worth worth watching. I'm very excited for this. So overall, Kai, how did you feel about DC Fandom? What would you rate it? What do you think? If I had to rate DC Fandom out of 10, I would say 8.5, man. They did a lot of things right. Um, it's I wish they would upload the whole conference online so you could just view it after times instead of like just looking for like bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. But like um it's just this was a really good panel this was a really good first attempt everything was fun like nothing went over their times everything just kind of went smoothly any hiccups maybe don't get, stop relying on so many like guests to handle some of these presentations because i don't i don't watch bojack Horbson then but man that freaking actor guy was very cringe and very unfunny i just did not think like what was the point of having this guy i would rather just hear like a rock steady dad just talk about his game for like 10 minutes <laughs> Instead of him making jokes about how handsome he is. But, like, you know, hey. Just, if they can focus on things like that, oh, they got something cooking. And I would love to see this come back next year. I agree with you. And, again, I would also, I would give it a 9 out of 10. My biggest complaint, no Doom Patrol news. And I was really, really hoping for that. I know season nine, oh, season two ended because early because of COVID. So, here's hoping that when they do start season three, 
that they get back right from the start and just keep it finishing, finish the best story and give me back more crazy insanity because that's that's hands down my favorite show on the DC app. I think DC did such a good job handling this though. They didn't temper expectations. They definitely hit them and went above and beyond in my opinion where a lot of people were sad that the video, the game from DC were announced at like E3 or the Summit Games event. And I can see why they held off on them. We got some really good stuff. The fact that we got two trailers and one about five to 10 minute little gameplay of the of the upcoming game, Gotham Knights, really blows my mind. Cause I felt like we would have got some little teaser and they would have called it a day, but they showed us that what they've been working on. I only wonder how Harley Quinn season two announcement personally, but you know, hey, I'm just happy we got more stuff in general. I just, I think they really did such a good job on this conference and I'm really ready to see what they can do next. So shout out to DC. And also thank you for just being so um, inclusive and diverse with your casting and your choices for speakers and stuff like that. Yeah, I You would commend them for that as well. Because I feel like that's really important. They, they, they do this, they did this right in my opinion. Especially in this day and age where a lot of people aren't being represented well. They're trying, keyword trying, but I think DC did a good job of picking their speakers, picking their panels, and overall, I think this is such a well-done thing. I want to see a second one. I'm very appreciative of what they gave us. Thank you, DC. It was great. Mm -hmm. Anything last words, guy? Oh, no. Just watch Harley Quinn on HBO Max. It's really funny. Yes, I'm definitely going to, especially with this, I'm definitely keeping my subscription overall. I'm very enjoying this app. I'm very enjoying this company. DC's on their way back. They're not at the top yet, but they're fighting. They're still fighting. They're still hungry. And they keep on making good content. Hopefully, they'll give Marvel a run for their money. Yeah, all right, guys. Know. This has been another episode of the 3 to Plague podcast. Thank you all for listening. Hope you guys have a good night.